Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, and welcome to the Self Care Matters podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Helene Verdi Life Coaching. All right, so in today's episode, we are going to talk about how we should all be living our life at our own pace and for our own purpose and how we should just do what makes our heart happy. Okay, so let's dive in a little bit with our own stories. I think about <coughs> how we learned not to live on other people's timeline. You know, because I know for me personally, there was that whole graduate at this age, go to college at this age, find out your career, know exactly what you want to do with your life, and just go from there. And that wasn't the case for me. And what about you guys? Yeah, I agree. I feel like for me, I was by my guidance counselor in high school. was definitely pushed towards college. That was definitely the go-to for everybody and everybody that was right, leaving like high no school. Like path. There was nothing else to do but to go to high school or college. And I decided to go to Hudson Valley. I did my placement test. I did everything. I signed up for my courses. I got an email and it said, oh, send your deposit in. I looked at the email. I looked at my parents and I said, I'm not sending that deposit in. I was like, I'm not going. I was like, it's not for me. I'm, I'm not a person that likes to be like in a bigger type of environment. Like I need something that's small. I need something that's more like focused on like what you want to do. Right. To not craft, just for lack of a better way to put it, like the craft yeah. we're gonna make you go to just to get to the degree you want to get in the end. Exactly. So I told my parents that I didn't want to go, and they looked at me and they said, "We're not going to force you, but you're not going to also sit in the house and do nothing. So right. if you are trying to figure that out, what you want to do, get a job." Because I was not obviously working in high school. I was a competitive dancer who had. No time for anything else but dance. So I, that was my first thing. I got a job. I worked at Starbucks for a little bit of time and then figured out that I wanted to be right. an esthetician. I think it's great that your parents were supportive of that because I think so many people don't have that or feel so much pressure because their friends are going to college. And I know for me, I knew I wanted to further my education, but I felt like the pressure to, if I didn't want to pick up big school and go live on a campus and experience that, I got told so many times I was going to regret that. Oh, if you don't go live college life, like you're going to regret it. And I'm going to be honest, 41, and I don't regret it for one day that I didn't live a crazy college campus experience for four years of my life. Yeah, I feel like I was told the same of missing that part of your life to like make you figure out who you are Mm -hmm. or who's this. I felt like I already kind of knew who I was. I knew who I was, and I told you guys earlier, I also knew I couldn't live with a stranger. 
Right. Whew, I'm rough to live with. My husband will attest to that 150%. But we work because we're the same personality. So I know for me, a lot of it was to spend the money to go live with somebody who for all I know was the complete opposite of me and was gonna be a disaster. It just seemed like a lot for not knowing exactly where I wanted to end up in my life, in a career, and what I wanted to do. It seemed like I was blowing off four years of my life. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, this is definitely a big one for me, especially because I'm only 20 years old, so it's still kind of pretty current. So obviously senior year of high school, you know, everyone's like, oh, there's this college fair, this college is coming here, so you can do like the same day, apply, get in, whatever. And uh, I just assumed that's what I was supposed to do. And on top of assuming I was supposed to go to college, I grew up very close to my family. I have a big family. We did everything together, you know, especially dancing. I was always with my mom. And basically everybody told me I wouldn't be able to go away to college and do it. You know, down to my own family told, telling me I wouldn't make it. So to me that was like, oh, I'm gonna prove you all wrong. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go to college. And let's say I end up going away to my four year college. And I lasted a couple days. And so on top of being told I couldn't do it and wanting to prove everyone wrong I went and then you know I had to do the walk of shame almost you know right. you had to come back Coming and back. be like I'm back already right you were right but I don't regret leaving even a little bit because even just in those couple days I was in probably one of the darkest times of my life you know, things were coming out of my mouth that I never thought I'd say. And on top of it, I went to college with someone I was super, super close with in high school. So it was it was the best friend type of scenario. Right. You go to college with yep. your best friend. So on top of not making it through, you know, the whole go away to college experience, it was also the situation where you kind of go with your best friend and they say, it's not going to work. It's going to ruin the friendship. And I don't think it ruined our friendship. I mean, we both ended up coming back. We both got jobs. And I think it's happened with a lot of my friends. You kind of just lose each other a little bit while you're trying to find your new way of life. And I mean, she even texted me like a little while ago. And I was like, I just listened to your podcast. Like, I'm so proud of you. Like, if she needed anything, like, like there's right. no bl bad blood. But the friendship changed a little bit. Right. So on top of like... People telling me, oh, you can't do it. And then also having the going to college with your best friend. You know, it's kind of like a double whammy. And now that I'm home, I don't regret leaving. But I have a super hard time with being the 20-year-old who works a full-time job while all my friends, everyone I grew up around are at college getting that experience. You know, I'm at work 8 to 5 and my friends are out at a bar or sleeping in because they partied all night the night before and it's like oh my god like what am I doing yeah but then I, I think you have to look at everything you are doing I can say that I relate to you a hundred and ten percent I was doing the same thing I after I graduated from school from an aesthetic school I was helping my dad I was working for my dad and I was doing little things for him I was working my full-time job I was teaching dance at the same time so it was like I was working four different jobs all at the same time, and I love to be go, 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 go. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, you step back and you're like, am I missing this part of my life? Yeah. Is that something that I should be doing? Should I go and meet my friends at school? But in all reality, like when you sit back and you look at it, 
you're like, that's not, oh, that's I'd not who it. I am. That's not what I right. want to do. I was do. just like, going to say that. Like, to be where you are right you, now. You have that tiny bit of yourself that is yeah. like, maybe I should, or what's wrong with me? I know yes. with me, it was like yep. a lot of like, what's wrong with me that my friends are all out at a bar. And I don't want to be. My friends yep. are all doing this. My friends are joining fraternities and sororities and all these experiences. And like, I would say maybe 1% of me was like, ooh, am I going to regret doing that? But like truly when I listened to my heart, I was like, that's not me. I'm miserable doing those things and I need to stop thinking I have to do them with everyone else to be happy. For me, my school friends, a lot of them went to the army. So it was like once they all went to basic training and they came back and they were talking about it, everybody looked at me and was like, oh, is that something you're gonna do? Absolutely not. Like, that's not something that I'm interested in. So it's like, out of all of us, when we go on vacation, I'm the only one that's not obviously in the army. So it's like, they all talk about the different things and like, they're all explaining things or like, even when they're talking about like, what they're doing, like, I look at them and I'm like, you're talking to me, but I have no idea what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. That's like when my friends text me and they're like, oh, you should come up and visit, you know, we can go out here and there. And I'm like, yeah, no thanks. (laughs) I think that's how you know, though, you're living your life with your purpose, is when you truly don't want to say yes to those things. And you feel bad in a way, but when you Mm -hmm. give yourself, again, that permission, it's okay to say to your friends, it's not my thing, but you know what? When you're home, maybe we can and like fill in the blank with we something. We connect and you redo like do these things. Let's go grab and, a cup of yep. coffee and talk to each other. I think what I never understood about the whole like come meet me at the bar scene was how am I supposed to talk and connect to people in that environment? And to me, so much of my social happiness comes from connecting to people, not drinking with them not watching them party it up. I'm not connecting with you. You can be, if you really think about it, like you can be in a bar with somebody for hours and not know one thing about them. And not know one thing about them, what's new with them, like how is school going, what they Mm -hmm. even said to you, what are they taking in school, like any of that. But if you sit down and like, I don't know, have a cup of coffee with a friend, go out for ice cream. You get so much more information. Now it's you two sitting one-on-one in a quiet environment. So like I learned to kind of like redirect my friends. Like, hey, we're all going da 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 da, why don't you join us? That doesn't sound like me, but what I would love is like next week, you know, is there an afternoon where we can grab a cup of coffee or meet for soft ice cream or go for a walk? Like Mm -hmm. something where I can connect with you and truly hear what's going on in your life. Yeah, I think about, plus on top of like a bar not being my scene, if I'm in a room like crowded with other people, other people I don't even know, I don't even think I could try to connect with that person because my anxiety would be yep. through the roof. I'd be overstimulated. I'd be I'm like, watching like what everyone else is doing and yeah. I'm like, okay, that person's getting a little close and that right. person's saying that and that person like, ooh, they don't look like they're having fun and like I'm focused on everything else in the room so I'm not having that social connection. Yeah. I was gonna say, I feel like I'm such like a person that like when I go out, like my anxiety shoots through the roof and I look around like I have to read the room first and absorb everything and like watch everybody before I can interact with anybody like right. if, unless I'm walking in with you I won't interact with you for a good 10 to 15 minutes because I'm like I need to just read everybody exactly and I have to say a lot of people look at me and think I'm very mean because of it yeah but that's just You're me processing. trying you to do like, like this scan the room like. yeah yep I have to because if not I get like 
I like to know I have to, like, who's keep there, looking. where everyone is. Like, I just don't. Yeah. And then I just don't feel like I'm giving whoever I'm with the attention that they deserve from me yeah. because we're in their environment. And I had to explain that to people. And I think that's the big, you know, lesson in the whole living your own purpose is finding those people that understand that. Mm-hmm. You know, and we've yeah. said it over and over again in other episodes and to each other, life is truly about surrounding yourself with people who get you and don't judge you for those weird quirks that you have. Yeah. Yesterday, me went to Walmart and there was kind of a lot of people around and he looked at me and he goes, it's okay. And I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, I know you so well. I know you're anxious right now. And I was like, holy shit, I haven't said anything. I don't Uh feel like I've done anything. But your energy shifts and it's like, whoa, you're not happy here. And he literally just looked at me and goes, it's okay. Right. So it's surrounding yourself with your relationships, even your family and your friendships that allow you to live you. Yeah. You know, it's really hard to find people who get you. Mm-hmm. And I think part of living at your own pace is living with people who get you. I find that age plays a little role in this. Oh, Not absolutely. as in like I have to be older to understand it. As in I don't care what age you are now yes. that I've hit a certain age yep. to become your friends. Like we yep. all know the person I talk to probably the most <laughs> throughout my day is Nicole and Jakira. Yeah. I am 20 years older than you guys, but you get me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I feel like it's the same. Like, it doesn't matter your age. As long as you're around me and you're putting out positive energy, you want to be in the space that we're in, you want to be where we are, and you're giving me that, like, push up for, like, that day of, like, let's keep going. We got that this. positive we're good. energy. Yes. Like, we're together. We can do this together. Yep. It doesn't matter your how age. old you are. No, and I think that's a honest- big shift from school. Because yes. everybody was your age. Yep. I sometimes didn't connect with people doing the things I was supposed to want to do at that age. I have been an early bird since day one. And like my friends would be so annoyed with me because on the weekend I'd be like, why aren't we doing anything? And they're like, it's 8 a.m. And I'm like, so what? Let's do stuff. Like half of my day is done by 8 a.m. You know? Like let's get up, let's do this. And I found like once I left the high school environment and I found people of all different ages and I found like-minded people it was all good. I have to say that I enjoy being around older people because it's like I'm always in a classroom. I'm always learning. And whether they're older than me or even younger than me, like obviously there's things that Nicole's four years younger than me, three years younger than me. Let's not put an extra year She's on like, me yet. Well, I still have a week and a half. But like yeah, even but Nicole, Nicole like, doesn't have very longer either. So she'll true. catch I'm like two, two true. weeks. <laughs> in two weeks. Okay. So it is still, still three years. Still three years. <laughs> But, like, even being around Nicole and, like, the different things that, like, we've done lately, like, she's taught me things. So it's, like, always just keeping in mind that, like, you're always a student, you're always learning, and if you're putting yourself in that environment where everybody is happy and they want to be there, you're always going to continue to grow and to be... A better person? Yeah. Or a better version of you. Yes. Like, you guys, like, have taught me things, and again, 20-year age difference, but it doesn't matter because... It's given me that permission to be, like, who I want to live today. Mm-hmm. You know, who I want to be and the energy I want to put out in the world, it's who you surround yourself with. So mm-hmm. it's taking that pressure off of, like, I have to do what every other 40-year-old mom is doing. I don't. I get to do what I'm doing. Nicole doesn't have to do what every other 20-year-old 
is doing. You don't have to do what every 23 year old is doing. And that's okay to live life at your pace. Yeah. One thing I wanted to talk about was because I'm 20 and, you know, kind of like what Jakira was saying, she had four jobs. That's kind of the position I'm in right now where I work my full-time job, then I go teach dance at night, then I'm trying to fit my social media stuff in on the side, then we have the podcast, and it's like, I'm I'm 20 years old, and I work 24-7. Even when you don't think I'm working, I'm I'm probably working. And That's why I posted my picture that I posted yesterday on my Instagram, because it's like, so many people think at this age that you are like you're just out living your life and it's like no well i also like i'm doing all of these things to continue working not everything we all do looks like work exactly we've talked about that before that like sometimes like me and nicole it looks like we're just hanging out and we are getting so much social media content on sometimes the three of us like if you ever watched us like three episodes you would think like it's just three friends hanging out but yeah. in our planning sessions, we tangent, we talk, like we talk about everything, but it's technically us working to get ready to do this. And it's just that prep work doesn't always look like work. Mm-hmm. And I think like, especially with you, Nicole, with a lot of your work being social media based, mm-hmm. it could not look like working to people, but you're always working. Absolutely. Um, on the side also, me and my boyfriend, DoorDash, and so while he is driving the car and managing the orders, I'm on my phone still working. So it's like, <laughs> holy crap, we're literally doing two jobs right now. But for example, like we were talking about before, the other day we were door dashing and I was on TikTok. Now my boyfriend recently started being a travel agent. So I was looking up content ideas because that's never something I've managed before on social media. And he was trying to tell me something and I stopped. And I had to take a deep breath because I did not want to be rude about it. I was like, remember we had this conversation the other day. To you, it looks like I'm just scrolling through TikTok. But really, right now, I'm trying to find content ideas for your business. So if you could just give me five more minutes and then I will give you all my attention right, and hear yep. what you have to say. And he was like, you're right. Like, okay. like I Right. Forgot. Like he gets it. And that's that awesome part of having that person that understands your purpose. But it's hard because you see it's everybody so always on their phone. So right. you never think they're working. A hundred percent. I remember though, even before like phones were a big thing, I heard from so many people. So I had decided like I did business classes, but I just wasn't a hundred percent sure like what do I want to do. So I started teaching dance. I heard from so many people, when are you going to get a real job? Mm-hmm. That I didn't even know what to say to it anymore. And it started to feel pressured to be like, is this not a real job? Like, I get paid. Like, right. I'm I'm working. Yep. Like, and it's a strange job because, as you guys know from being in the same world, but a lot of people I don't think do understand, we are not just teaching dance when we're at the dance studio. Absolutely not. So much goes into, is my class prepared? Is yep. my choreography done? Is my music cut? Is my playlist yep. made? Like, what am I going to teach tonight? What am I going to do for 45 minutes in one right. class? Like, I have three-year-olds for 45 minutes. Yep. That takes sometimes a little bit of research of, like, okay, if I play this song one more time, I'm going to scream, so I need to find a new game to play tonight. Mm-hmm. But, like, I heard from so many people, you're 20-something years old, aren't you going to ever have a real job? You were- Including family. Like, we're like, 
aren't you going to have a real job ever? When is Jackie going to get a real job? Like, they would say it to my husband, like, point blank, especially in his family. Like, oh, well, she doesn't really have a real job. And I'm like, I don't I do. know how to explain that this is a career that I am building. Right. And, like, the same thing. I started fitness training and studying nutrition and studying life coaching and all of that. And I still have people who don't think I have a real job. Because you don't work a nine to five. Because I don't get up every morning, get dressed, you know, go to an office, like whatever. I get up, I train people in the morning. I'm home by 7.30 a.m. I do my day at home. I work from home during the day. I come and do this stuff. I go teach dance at night. I don't have a real job. But you probably work more hours than the average person. But it really just takes that strong will to say like, blocking it all out. Like you have to shut them down and be like, cool, I'm glad, like, do you want to trade? Because right. I'd love to go to your job and, and drop leave it at 8 o'clock. At, and yeah. drop it at 5 o'clock and be like, okay, yeah. I'm done with my job now. I can go home and do whatever right. I need to do. And I mean, we have that type of job, especially with teaching dance and my fitness clients, where, like, they're in your mind constantly, 24-7. My, we all know that I spent yesterday at home with my family watching eight hours of dance. Yeah. Why? Because I couldn't tear myself away because I needed to see what they were doing. And those weren't even my students at, like, the evening hours. Right. Mm -hmm. And I still wanted to see. Yep. And, like, to me, I was working. I was looking at different things. I was watching different choreography. I was like, oh, this could be cool. Oh, we should work on this. You know, oh, I noticed that this place does this a lot more. And, like, we focus on this more. Maybe we should. And, like, you know, Mm -hmm. we're all texting each other and talking about it. And people just really put it down as a job and a career choice. Everything I choose to do, everything I know with you, like the social media stuff and whatever. And it really takes that strong will to block it out. Yep. A lot of us sessions always get, like, I haven't personally but it's still the same thing. A lot of estheticians get like, oh, are you going to get a regular job? You're just rubbing people's faces. And it's like, um, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm rubbing people's faces. But like, there's, there's a, a lot, lot that goes into job. this. Yeah. Like, there's, it's not, not just skin. Like, I need to know your muscles. I need to know your nerves. I right. need to know how your skin's functioning. Right. Like, like is your barrier. Right. There's so many things that go crazy, into being right? an esthetician that it's not, it's not me just coming in and slapping lotion on your face and calling it a day. Like, right. I've had dance parents say, like, this is bad, but I've had dance parents say, yeah, but, like, well, what do you do for work? As I'm, like, taking their kid from the lobby and walking, walking them, them into, into my dance, dance class, and I'm like, this? Yeah. And, like, you don't even know how to answer it without coming off so sarcastic, but, All like, right. polite at the same time, but you're like, well, I'm about to go do this for 45 minutes, so kind I've... of considering it work. I've had friends and, like, people look at me like, oh, you have to go to a dance competition again this weekend? I do. Like, I do. that's that's part of my job. Like, whether or not, like, it's during that specific day, like, I still have a commitment to them. Like, they, nobody wants to be at a competition by themselves, not see their instructor, like, not right. have that person right. there to comfort them and, like, give them that boost of energy. Like, that's it makes cool. a huge difference when your instructor is right. there and when they're not. It's just crazy how people look at you know, Certain you only jobs. have a job if you go someplace for eight hours to 12 hours a day yep. and stay at that environment. Yep. All right. So I know with me, I hear a lot like, you know, you only work three hours in the morning and then you only, you know, pop in to train somebody for that little bit of time. And it's, you know, it can be discouraging 
to hear that. And then when you think about that, you're like, well, there was the planning time involved in that, and there was the prep, and there's just the physicalness. It's not a job you can sometimes keep up with that many hours a day. Right. So it's really about shutting out, you know, the negative feedback. Like, I feel like it's negative feedback. Like, you're always going to get the, like, what are you going to do, you know, well, now what are you going to do? Or what are you going to do with the rest of your life? Or um, I said to Nicole, like, you know, how many times do we get asked, like, what do you want to do when you grow up? I'm here to tell you I'm 41. I'm pretty grown up. And I still don't 100% know what the rest of my life is going to look like. I just know that right now I'm living my life for the purpose that I want to live it for and doing what I want to do. Same thing, like, what do you guys want to do when you grow up? You know, you don't know that yet. Right. Like, I always, when I was growing up, everyone would be like, what do you want to do? And be like, well, first it was, I'm going to be a school teacher. Then I was like, well, I'm going to open up my own dance studio. And now it's completely switched to where my goal is to one day run my own business, take over my dad's business and do like that's it and camera work like that Uh is completely on the other side and like for you if you didn't choose the unconventional path of coming home from college right you wouldn't be where you are today in your career in your self-discovery and all of that so like by choosing your own path your own purpose living at your own timeline you are where you are today and i think you're further along and you would have been definitely because you wouldn't have even been done with school yet. Right. And you're further along than a lot of people are at 20 by even finding Absolutely. something you're passionate about. Yeah. If I went to school, I would have never started my social media business. Right. I wouldn't have been teaching dance. I might have been dancing like mm-hmm. on the college team, but my true passion is teaching it. You know, I love all the kids. I love coming up with choreography. And if I was still three hours away at college, I wouldn't be doing any of this. We wouldn't be sitting here right now, most likely. Yeah. No, because me and no, Shakira don't have, know how any of this works. Like, this was an idea in my head, and I needed Nicole to come home from college <laughs> to, like, really help me with so many of my ideas. If you know anything about, like, my other businesses, nothing would be where it is today if Nicole had decided to stay at college. Yeah. Like, everything I'm doing now is because I needed that person who knew what they were doing, and I couldn't find that right fit for me, too. Like, I'm, I don't want to say I'm hard to work for or with. I'm just different. Like, I'm random. I will send her the most random text, Mm -hmm. and, like, somehow it turns into, like, amazing content. But I couldn't find anyone who was, like, enough in my head. And that understood you as a person. And that got me and got me as a person and as a mom and how organized I am but disorganized at the same time. And And it also makes it, like, a lot, like, easier because you guys grew up together. So it's like you know each other inside and out pretty well. Right. So it was like that fit was perfect timing for me for Nicole to live her purpose and come home. Like, Mm -hmm. was my light bulb of, like, okay, Nicole's home. This is somebody I can see myself growing a business with. Mm -hmm. I mean, geez, I don't know, sappy moment. But, like, I I was thinking about, like, the first picture we took where we were, like, making merch. Yes! And it's like, well, now we just printed a whole planner. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. We went from literally, like, sitting around the gym, (laughs) literally making our own, like, shirts and stuff like that. And, like, to a planner coming out this week crazy craziness and none of that like if you had said nope i'm supposed to 
I'm go supposed to be a four-year college and yeah. not do anything with my life for the next four years until I figure it all out and I have the college diploma. Nothing, Nothing would have happened. Not only would you not be where you are in your career, I wouldn't be where I am in my career and we wouldn't be here. Yeah. Do you think if you ended up going to Hudson Valley, I mean, you you never would have opened your own business? Absolutely not, because I was going to Hudson Valley for personal training. Oh, my goodness. I was going to Hudson Valley. That's what I wanted to do. Jakira was, like, dead set on being a personal trainer. I was. And I was dead set on being able to give her, like, half of my clients and taking some time off. I, uh, (laughs) yeah, I grad, when I graduated, I was talking to Jackie about it, and we were figuring everything out, and I was just like, no, like, and it wasn't even the personal training aspect because obviously we know Jakira went to go back into that and um, yeah, still working on that. <clears throat> you know, Me business too. life, all of that came in. I had to put some things on the back burner. That was just one that happened to be it right now because that wasn't my main focus. I right. had my personal trainer. I had somebody there to help me. Let me get one set of my business done and then we'll jump over to the other side. Right. But if I went to Hudson Valley, I would not be where I am today at all. I also don't think, I don't think I would be who I am. Mm-hmm. I feel like me not going to Hudson Valley, me taking a few months to work at Starbucks to figure out what I want to do, going to ASI and going through those few years of my life of not knowing what I want to do and trying to figure out who I am as a person got me to where I am. Because during those two years of 2018 to 2020, that's when I was working constantly and doing and working five different jobs and always doing and always going. So I feel like that kind of brought me into like my life of me knowing that I don't want to be on somebody else's time. Yeah. I want to be on my own time. As a kid, I always said to my parents that I always wanted to own my own dance studio. That was my goal. So I look at that now and I'm like, I always knew I wanted to be off in my own boss in Uh some type of way. I just needed to figure out what way it was going to be because once I graduated and dance wasn't my main priority, I knew something else was going to be. I just didn't know what until I decided makeup was my favorite thing to do and went to school for it. That's, you know, same thing. Like, I'm 41 and I'm still, like, trying to figure out what I want to do in my life. And I always knew I wanted to be independent. Yep. I knew... You know, very early on in my marriage, we had discussed when we had kids, I wanted to be a mom. Right. I, But I wanted to be a working mom, but not a full-time working mom from nine to five. Right. I wanted to find things I could do that, you know, helped me drive my passions, but at the same time gave me time with my kids to really help them develop as good humans. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't want to be away from them hours and hours and hours at a time. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to or, you know, needing to, too. It just, we knew early on in my marriage that was just the way it was going to work when we had kids. Right. And your situation allowed that. Well, and, like, we created that situation. Like, Mm -hmm. we were like, okay, he's going to be a nurse. That's going to, like, create that. And I'm going to find things I can almost do on the side Yeah. But that nothing that was going to like, and I've turned down jobs because of the fact that I've looked at the hours and I've looked at Mm -hmm. like, I mean, coordinators at different gyms and different facilities and other things like that had been coming my way. And it was just always in my head. That's just a lot taking me away from what I knew I wanted to do. But as my kids got a little bit older and a little bit more independent, I started looking at other things I wanted to do and really starting to grow my career again and I always say I did not pause my career you don't really pause it I put it in slow motion 
Like my career was there, but I wasn't exactly going full force career advancement. Yeah. It was like just where it was and like I was getting my certifications and I was learning everything I could about nutrition and everything I could as far as life coaching was going, but I kind of just kept it at this turtle's pace instead of like, you know, a fast pace yeah. to get there. Yep. And I think it actually benefited me because I learned so much about me and where I wanted my career to end up by taking it slow. I really thought like once upon a time I wanted to be the trainer who like totally wanted to be like I want to help you lose weight and I want to help you look like this and like I wanted this and then as I learned more things I'm like I want to be the trainer that shows you that it's okay to fit it into your normal lifestyle that it's not all about aesthetics it's about how you feel and that it's not always about losing weight and that total like career shift just came slowly over time. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. And obviously, we have a ton to say on the topic of just living our best life in our timeline with our purpose. So stay tuned as we continue this in the next few episodes. As always, thank you to Helene Veradile Life Coaching for sponsoring this episode. And we'll see you guys next week. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.